There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Somebody asked me if I am pregnant, and the answer is no, not even close. How did that come about? All right, so on Facebook on Easter... I posted it, what I think is a really cute picture of myself. Um, I'm in my little dress and I'm posing and I posted it and someone commented and they said, you are pregnant with a wow gif. Oh no. <laughs> and I saw it and I instantly am like, oh heck no. Cause I, you know, usually I don't respond to anything um, negative, but I'm like, this is too wild. So I just said, no, I just love to eat. Thanks for asking with a smiley face. What? This is, a, this is like a major rule that you don't, you even me, me, well, me Mr. Mr. Oblivious Jesse knows not to ask that question. Even if you are like, you are certain that they are pregnant, you don't ask someone that if they're pregnant, unless they say I'm pregnant, then you can talk about it. But even that it's like, just stay, you should stay away from it. It didn't hurt my feelings. I, this is not the first time I've been asked if I'm pregnant and I don't like I think I look good. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not here. To, I'm honestly, I think I look good. So, Anna, um, I've never thought you were pregnant. Thank you. Never once. <laughs> I'm like, so good at not asking that question if somebody's pregnant. I have been around women before that are clearly pregnant. Yeah. Like six, seven months. And I haven't seen them in a while. It's the first time I've seen it since they look like that. And I run into them and I will not allow myself to even, if they have to bring it up. But if they don't, it's just like, so what's 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 been how new? you been? Yeah, you just, anything new going on? It's a touchy subject for a lot of people, so it's better to just it's better to just not talk about it unless they talk about it. You should just keep it to yourself. And you know, when I was asked another time if I was pregnant, this was at a wedding, and it was one of the guests, and he was clearly he was drunk, and I was helping out with the wedding, and he he's like, "So what? When do you do?" And I was like, <laughs> "What are you talking?" I didn't understand. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like. You're pregnant, aren't you? I was like, uh. oh. <laughs> and to him, I was a little bit angry with that one. I was like, no, I'm just fat. <gasps> and he was like, well, you don't have to get all sick. And he like almost got upset no, you do. with me. That's fair. <laughs> That's like, a fair response. Sir, you asked me a very rude question. No, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> no, I just enjoyed the hors d'oeuvres that they had at the wedding. Anybody that's dealt um, with this before. Yeah. And you've handled it. Maybe I'd like a reaction that was... Uh, even crazier. You, um, you. It's like I want to embarrass them, but oh. yeah, you know, you want to. It's almost like you want to get revenge. Like, oh, you asked me if I'm pregnant. That's true. How do you get back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's not all about being vengeful. But just for the next minute or so. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. We are specifically looking for that. I mean, yeah, if you have a good story, let's hear it. They asked me when I was due, and two women patted my belly. (gasps) (laughs) What did you do? I looked at them and said I was kidding, and she laughed because she thought I I said, nope, not pregnant, and she's, like, laughing about it. She (gasps) thought I was kidding. For seven years, people asked me when I was due. Weighed 140 pounds, all in my belly. Oh, my. That's not even a lot of, I weigh more than that. One guy's like, oh, is this a surprise? Because he knew we didn't want kids. You know what? I'm so glad I've never done this before. This sounds like something that young Jesse would do. Can can I tell you the thing I have done that has nothing to do with being pregnant, but the thing where I put my foot in my mouth? What? Is many years ago, there was a girl that I knew, and we had been at a concert event all day, and she was with her boyfriend. We were back at the radio station, and we were all exhausted and tired, and they were getting ready to leave, and I was just trying to be relatable to them oh, no. and i go i go oh man you look tired oh yeah and her response said everything i needed to hear and she goes thanks jesse yeah it's it's just one of those things if you're going to comment on someone's appearance you have to be so gentle because on the grand scheme of things like you know what i mean we've got personalities where you're smart you're brave and it's like they're commenting on their looks i guess my thing <laughs> Not is all of us if are somebody models. said it to me i wouldn't have taken it that way so that is why it was like I was following the golden rule. Like, I wouldn't care if somebody said it to me. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. I am tired. I am it's, exhausted. I mean, it's hard because you can't just step on eggshells all the time. But well, at the same time, you have to be very gentle. Well, I haven't I, said it since. So. I just look at it as if, if you're commenting on someone's looks, Tread put it carefully. through multiple filters before you That's say it out point. loud. Yeah, yeah, looks are sensitive. My good friends, uh, she just had a call for engagement. Recent. She did this like a couple of months ago, so she's not as sensitive anymore about it. But uh, the reason is because her fiance at the time, she felt like he was taking advantage of the fact that they share shared locations with each other. Uh-huh. So I think it's normal for significant others to share their locations with each other just in case you have it if you need it. But what he was doing is he was checking it when there really wasn't a reason to check it. So maybe after work, she would stop at... Applebee's or something, grab somebody, grab a beer or whatever, and he would see that, and then he'd text her and say, oh, so what, you you decided to stop after work and grab a bite to eat? That kind of a thing. And it just got to the point where she felt like that was an invasion of her freedom, and she called off the engagement because of it. I feel like sometimes these problems can be solved with communication. And I'm not I'm not saying it's her fault, but no, I don't. You, we don't yeah. know the whole side of the story. We maybe don't. maybe he's like, you never go to Applebee's, and all of a sudden on a weeknight you're going to Applebee's, and you didn't say anything. Yeah, like, there yeah. feels like there's a communication issue there. Um, I mean, how do you feel about tracking? I the only person I think that knows where my location is, I think, is my twin brother on my iPhone. Really? That's it. Like oh, I don't. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's it. I I share my location with my entire immediate family. Um, and then a small group of my girlfriends who they'll randomly text me sometimes and they'll be like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, all right. a bunch of weirdos checking I, I, I share it just in case there's a problem. It's it's more of an emergency thing. That's why I share it with my entire immediate family, a small group of friends. I probably share it with you and I, I don't even realize it. Um, just in case. But yeah, if if my significant other was texting me like, oh, you decided to stop here after work. What's up? I would also not like that. I don't think I would be okay with it. Well, I have a story from my ex 
where I think I had a legitimate reason to say something. And I did not track her. She didn't track me. Nothing like that. But this is the ex that just didn't mind being on my credit card, right? So she oh. had a credit card that was tied to my account. And I was checking my balance or something. It was a Saturday night. I went to pay a bill or I don't know. And I saw that there was a charge for some restaurant. And it was like, I don't know, 50 bucks. I'm like, <gasps> what is this restaurant? And I looked it up and it was like this nice little cocktail lounge or something. Okay. She lived in Tennessee. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing there? Last time I talked to you, you're at home. And so I texted her and I was just like, what is this? And she's like, a restaurant. And she was the type where I couldn't really have a conversation with her about it because she'd get all defensive. Yeah. Like, well, why are you asking? What? It's like, and I'm like, but it's my credit card and you didn't <laughs> yeah, tell me about this. Like, and like, you don't think this is out of the blue? And it ended up being, she's like, well, my friend, you know, he came over and he helped me with the lawnmower and while he, he was there and he was looking at it. And then uh, I was like, hey, if you had dinner, let's go get dinner. And it's just like. But I knew none of this. And she's Did like, she... I was just busy and I didn't have time to tell you. And I'm like, you didn't have time to tell me that you just upped and went to this cocktail bar and with hung out with this guy man. for a couple of hours. And, and Jen, when you got home, you didn't answer my phone call. And I oh. paid for it. Oh, Okay. And I was just that, like, what are yeah. you trying to hide? And then there, there is one thing I noticed after the fact. Because she's like, you know, we just, what'd she say? We went there. I, she's like, I paid for his dinner. You know, just that thank you for looking at the lawnmower to fix oh my it. Oh, God. And she left the receipt laying around, and I saw it, and there was no food on it. It was all just drinks. <gasps> and I'm like, see. You're like, you paid for I paid you, for his dinner. I paid for some dude's drinks. Wow. And this is part of the reason why we're not together anymore. Yeah. I, it's, uh, there were a lot of other issues, it yep. sounds like. But, um, okay, I guess that's an example of when you're, you weren't even tracking her, but... I guess my Keeping question up, yeah. is there anybody that's cool with being tracked by a significant other? Or you're like, no, I get a sense of safety about it. Yeah. Are you all right with yeah. it? Yeah. Or not? Chelsea, what do you think? I, my husband and I used to, but we don't anymore because it caused too many arguments. And now we just do the old school emergency contact and it has saved our relationship. I'm down with that. Wait, honestly. why did it cause problems? Um, so. We were the same way. We're like, I would just be petty and I would find like, oh, you, you stopped at the gas station after work or you went here and he did the same to me. And we just came to a mutual agreement that it's just too much and um, it's not worth the fight. I, so now I, we just have the emergency contact. I, I 100% agree with this. Yeah. I think there it, it comes to a certain point where you're just analyzing too much and it just leads to problems. So... Exactly. You get that, like, little bit of jealousy, maybe? Yeah. Yes. Like, if it was Anna and I tracked Anna, I'd be like, did you really need to go get another cop salad at Chick-fil-A? Did you? Like, seriously? <laughs> the third one this You're week? You're at Chick-fil-A again? Really? Oh. Oh, Target? I see the price. Oh, $11. You bought the chocolate chip cookie, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you <See>? pig. <laughs> and then that'd be the end of it, because I could handle nope. it. And then I would no never way. talk to you again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taxes are due. In one week, I have not done my taxes yet. I'm going to be doing them myself. In, in a meeting yesterday, someone who will remain anonymous, yeah. it's not me, it is not Anna, I was. they were like, why didn't you get them done yet? I mean, it doesn't take that long. And I go, well, I got to like get the write-offs and the receipts. And they're like, oh, yeah. I just I just lie about those things. <sighs> 
And I go, I don't think I would do that. Like actually. lying about write-offs, what is that like charity stuff or Anything. what is it? If you okay, so if you there's a section in your taxes where you could say, How much money did you give to charity? Yeah. And let's say you wrote down two thousand dollars. Yeah. But in reality, you gave zero. Okay. That is very much against the law. Yeah. That you're lying. You have no proof, and you're yeah. betting that you're not gonna get audited. And a lot of uh, people do that. Yeah. I don't. I'm I'm so lawfully good when it comes to my taxes because I'm just afraid at some point I'm going to get audited. But I can. But I wouldn't be able to prove it. But I can. No, that's scary. I think my biggest thing is that I'm just too lazy. Like I don't. You know when you go through to like drop off. I don't know. You're donating clothes or something, uh-huh. and they're always like, "Do you want a receipt?" I'm like, "No, I don't." I don't, I don't need that. First of all, I'm doing, I'm trying to do a good deed when I donate things. So it feels wrong that someone's offering me a receipt to turn in with my taxes. So what, that I can make money for that? When I, do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm doing a good deed. It almost feels like that would cancel it out. It's not canceling it out. First of all, yes. it's not, no, it's not. If you gave $100 worth of clothes, right? Yeah. So you give $100 worth of clothes, and they give you a receipt that says you did that, and you get to write $100 off. You don't get $100 back. That's not how it works. Yeah, but You it might feels- get, I don't know, 15 It depends. But you might get like 15 bucks back or 20 bucks, maybe. Yeah. So it's an incentive, though. It's, it, it is literally the law that allows you to write things off. That That's the problem. That's what feels wrong. You just said it. It's an incentive. I'm supposed to be doing something good right now. I'm donating something. And then you're going to give me a receipt? Like, this is some kind of, like, transaction? Like, well, I can write it off my taxes because I got it like that or something. I don't know. It feels wrong. What if you donated a car that was worth $10,000 and they give you a receipt for $10,000 and you could write that off on your taxes and get, like, $2,000 back? You're telling me. Anna, that I, you're going to ignore the $2,000 credit, essentially, that you're going to get for donating that? You're ignoring yeah. money. This is the same decision you make. Well, hold, on. When it, hold on. I am on oh, a rant, and right. I'm going to finish Great. it. Great. Okay. We, this is the same thing well, you do when it becomes it comes to Amazon returns and returning things. Well, You'll order something, Yeah. and you're like, it's too much work for me to take it to the UPS store and drop it off and have them scan a little thing you're like i'd rather just keep the 30 dollar thing and have it go to no use that's lazy the the amazon thing i will give you that that is pure laziness i just am too lazy to take care of it but the car example that you just gave if i'm donating a car then i'm donating it i shouldn't be expecting money back if i wanted money i should have sold the car why am i donating it if i'm like give me my receipt so i can Right off my, I don't know. And it's then called too- maximizing the amount of money in your bank account. It's the law. <laughs> it says it's okay. It's Boy, just you're just because, gonna turn. If you, but, you know uh, what? You, you want to fight? I know. <laughs> you want to throw down? I don't care. I'm not. First of all, I'm never. I don't see myself getting to the point in life where I'm donating cars. So we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> in, I mean, in fact, at this point, you're accepting <laughs> donations. I mean, yeah, I'd love for someone to donate a car to me right now. Um, no, I don't. I just don't care. I've never done a write-off on taxes ever. Because it somehow feels like you're not being good enough. You're not being generous enough. And I think that is a flawed way of thinking. Let's check traffic. (laughs) (laughs) You always get to win these things because you're pressing the button. So you get to I just know this one's going to go round and round. Don't worry. Turn off your mic. All of our phone lines are ringing. Someone's on the phone. They'd like to maybe have something to say. Hello. Hey, 
I just think Anna needs to change her complete mindset with money. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, it's because part of it is your self-talk. Like, you talk negative about your ability when it comes to money. Oh. And if you would take a step back and think of it from a positive way, okay. donations, especially when it comes to cars, a lot of time help handicapped individuals yep. and things like that. So it's a balance of the two. People who eventually have money, it's the way they think about money. Yeah. It's not just the actions. It's, it's about the way you think about it. It's a relationship with money. It, you can compare it to like yes. a relationship with food. You have to change the way you think of these things to change exactly. your, your decisions. Wow. Um, okay. This you know, is, like like we yeah. called it, financial fitness. Financial fitness. This, this is deeper than I was expecting. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I Actually, I would just, I'll go ahead and say that you are right. Which I don't say All often. Right. Let's do some. Let's Anna, do some. Anna, write-offs. you can do it. You just have you to. Can you have to think about it differently all the time. Okay. The time. Until you don't have to think about it anymore. If you think about it now, you'll hit an age where it just becomes natural. Like I think yeah. Jesse's already yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse you're gonna be came like out of me. the womb already gonna, there. He was born this so, way. Anna, I'm not so sure I would go the extreme of Jesse, but there's a little bit of in between. <laughs> Okay, Anna, it's just to wrap this up nicely, I, I have a couple things I'd like you to repeat after me, okay? Oh, man. Okay, All here right. we go. This is step one in the okay. uh, the uh, the path to financial fitness. Okay. One, say this. My money doesn't control me. My money doesn't control me. I control my money. I control my money. I will consider writing off donations in the future. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> I will consider... Writing off donations in the future. Jesse was right. What? <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear. Sorry, did you miss that one? I think my headphones just went out. It was just three little words. How weird is that? See, I can't Jesse hear anything. Was, huh? Jesse Tack was right. Oh, I don't know. Something's going oh, on. We with must my, have a problem. Sorry, here. I don't know. I can't oh, hear anything. I don't know what's worse, your inability to. All right. Keep Thanks money. for your help. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking. To, your future's looking yeah. bright. <laughs> it was just like three days ago. I was asked. Do you have allergies? Oh. Do you get allergies? And my answer was no. I've always been very lucky. Every year, I see people dropping like flies. <laughs> I see people with swollen eyes. Terrible. Sneezing, coughing. Yeah. I see my dog scratching away. That mm-hmm. has begun. And I've always been fine. And I'm not kidding. When I say the very next day, <laughs> my eyes started running. Uh-oh. I was asked at work. They're like, why is your face puffy? Have you been crying? I go, no. Uh-oh. They're like, do you have allergies? And I go, no, maybe I don't. And then I started sneezing, and now I can't breathe out of my left nostril. So do I have allergies? Jesse, uh, you might. I'm not going to downplay Is this it, man allergies? I That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you are Am also one baby? of those people. If you hear something, then it starts to get into your mind. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, I think uh, I've got the flu, I think. And it's like, no, Jesse, you just you just heard a story about the flu. So you're worried about getting it. Like, uh, I've seen this before. Go do ahead. not. Do not. I don't know if you're referring to me as a hypochondriac, but I will not accept it. <laughs> Do not use that word. I'm not a hypochondriac. Maybe not. I'm hypo- well. I'm just very aware of how I'm feeling at Can any given time. Can we say sensitive? Do you feel like you're maybe a little sensitive? I'm very in touch <laughs> with myself. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Maybe a different okay. way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that. Um, if I'm being honest, I think you're sensitive. I think yeah. when people say things, you're like, oh, maybe I do have the allergies. I'm sure there are explanations for all of those things. Come back to me. 
I'm in a month good. and tell me if you're still struggling. I mean, you've seen me the last couple of days. Do I look like a person with allergies? You look fine to me. So I'll stop saying it. Then. But my dog, this is how I know things are going bad for people. Though. Mm-hmm. Jackson has, my dog has serious seasonal allergies. It yeah. has been a thing for seven years. And I can always tell when people are going to start getting bad when he starts getting bad. Yeah. And he's been doing that thing. He jumps off the bed in the morning. And he goes straight down to the carpet, and I can hear him rubbing his face into the carpet. I'm like, buddy, I'm so sorry. Let me get you some of that expensive dog anti-itch medicine. (laughs) 200 bucks. Oh, man. Yeah, it takes me like a good hour in the morning to really get situated. Like, I wake up with just... Oh. Usually what gets me out of bed is that I need to go and get a tissue in the mornings. um, When you get up, is it like the whole thing... Because laying down is one thing, but when you get up, it's like the the gravity starts pulling yeah. everything down. Yeah. And it's a solid, what, probably 30 minutes to... 30 minutes to an hour. It's You know, I got to take my allergy pill, got to let it sit in. So I just sit in bed because there's nothing... I won't be doing anything but sneezing for a good 20, 30 minutes. Do you have a hard time breathing when you're all stuffed up? Like, I, I, like when you're trying to eat, I should say? Yeah, sometimes, you know, and it's like you got to chew with your mouth open almost because you can't <laughs> breathe out of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> It's gosh, Ugh. man, us us people with allergies got it rough, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Well, I plan on seeing an E. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a part, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a part of your group. I didn't now, catch right? it, no. Us Give allergy it folks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to go see an ENT too, but Just that's more you, for a hearing <laughs> issue. I'm going to see an ENT with Christ Hospital, but I'm, oh. gonna, I'm putting it off for a little bit. Okay. We're all looking out for each other. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Anna's turn to answer a question out of the truth jar. We take turns. Somebody has to answer a question every single day. We pull the question out. They're all folded up. These are random. The question today will be for Anna. Okay. Were you ever in a school play? Oh, I, you know, I've tried out for sev- for several school plays and I never made it into What? <laughs> Wait, you, so, Belle, that is heartbreaking it, right out of the gate. It was crushing. I will admit, I wanted, I... My entire life, I've wanted to be in a play so bad. Still to this day as an adult, I've wanted to be in a play. And in high school, I tried out for a few, but they were more of the acting type. In eighth grade, it was the first play that they would offer for you at the school I went to. Uh And so I had been waiting pretty much my entire, like, middle school life to try out for this play. But they were always musicals. (laughs) Oh, oh, they're they're like, this girl can't carry a tune. Well, you know how badly I sing. But at the time, when I was in eighth grade, I kind of thought I was all right at singing. I, I really didn't think I was bad. And the tryouts, you had to sing Do a Dear, like Do Re Mi from The Sound of Music. From The Sound of Music. You had to sing that for the tryouts in a room filled up Ooh. with every, all of your peers, oh, everyone else who was trying. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. For weeks, I practiced singing this song. In the shower, at home, I was going. <laughs> I've seen you at karaoke night. I mean, you I know there... how bad I, I was like, Joe, what's here? Like, I thought. <laughs> you wanted it to be in it so badly. And I thought that I my voice was all right. I truly thought I sounded pretty good. So I go in there and I have to get in front of everyone. And you know that I also kind of get stage fright a little bit. So I was, I was pretty nervous. Like, this was a big deal. And I got up there and I, Joe, what's here? And I sang my heart out. And no one really laughed or anything during the tryouts. I did not get in the play, okay? Um, How did you feel when you finished? 
I felt embarrassed. I could tell while I was singing, no one was impressed. People were like shifting they, their seats. Yes, I could tell that I made everyone uncomfortable. Um, luckily, no one laughed. So afterwards, I remember my friends being like, oh, yeah, I think I did really good. And I'm like, yeah, you know, how do I? And they, they were kind of like, well, I don't know. Like, I guess we'll see. They, they didn't hype me up. <laughs> oh, they're just like, you know what? I could tell you and did I, your best. I think I knew in that moment when my friends weren't hyping me up that I did not do well. And then when the names were released for everyone who oh, was no. in the play, I wasn't even a, I couldn't even get. In the backstage area, what do you call that? A stagehand? <laughs> oh, they didn't. They just didn't want you like, on the property at that point. They're not- like, this girl's gonna bring down our production. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh it, no! You could. They, they, it could still be a deer. Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they gonna trust you oh, up as a deer? The mu- I didn't even tell you what the musical was. It was not the Sound of Music. We, this was just the song we had okay. to sing. What was it? Uh, it was Susical. Doctor oh. Seuss, the musical. It was Susical. <laughs> Oh, and I, I think there's a little room a... for error in Susical. I don't think you need you... to be like a Broadway star. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I hit a couple flat notes here and there I, at Susical. Yeah, no. I was, a couple, I was in musicals. I made well, them. I bet you were, but cup. you could sing, Jesse. Um, That's true. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was in The Music Man. Of course you 76 were. 76 trombones in. No, no. I was the mayor. And then oh. I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. I don't remember which character I was, but I had a solo. <laughs> I remember I was wearing corduroy corduroy pants. (laughs) Oh, no, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah, even the acting, the like the plays in high school, when I got to high school and I tried out for a few plays that just involved me getting on stage and like reading a script, I didn't make it in any of those. I would think with all this trauma that this would dissuade you from continuing to sing in front of other people. (laughs) (laughs) Yet here you are every day. Little did they know I'd grow up to be a karaoke star. Can't stop this little singer. They're lost. (laughs) Love is Blind. It's a reality dating show on Netflix. Everyone's talking about it this week. There's a really big like episode reunion coming up at the end of the week. And Jesse, you've never you've never seen it, right? No, I okay. know a little bit of the concept of it, and it's people talk to other people, but they don't get to see what they look like. Yeah, the point is that you fall in love with somebody without ever seeing what they look like. So you're just falling in love with who they are, what they say, and, their personality. There's a whole process to the show, but by the end of it. They stand at the altar, they're engaged, they're going to get married, and the big, like, the catch of it all is, will they say, I do? Mm -hmm. So one person could say, I do, the other person could say, I do not. And then, and they're at their wedding at that point, and they basically turn them down. How often does that happen? At the altar. Uh, A lot. Where they say, I do not? Yeah, sometimes it's shocking the person that will end up not wanting to marry them. You, like, you would never see it coming. Anyways, I'm all into the show, so I'm like, Jesse. I just. uh, Would you ever do something like that? No. Why? Because I, if I'm not interested in somebody, I can't fake it. And that sound, that show sounds like a lot of faking. Well, Once you, no, you're not fake. Go ahead, I'll let you finish. No, I'm um, not faking uh, it. Physical attraction, it has to be an element for me. So if I, let's say I fall in love with somebody's personality, and the uh, the the thing raises up, and I see, yeah. and I go. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's still a sweet person, but okay, not my type. I do think they, it's a reality dating show, so they usually choose like de- decent looking people. Okay. I would um, say. I would say okay, so I've are... not seen any of it. Okay. But I will say this if I 
the moment that thing raises up, they still have to spend time with that person. They have to go back and like live their life with them for a little bit, right? Yeah, they go Meet on a honeymoon and then they because they're the engaged families at that point. and all that they, stuff. Yeah, and I would really have a hard time faking it if I knew. I think I would know really quick, like within minutes, if I'm like whether I would marry that person or not. Yeah, and I. To have to go through the whole honeymoon thing and then meet the family. And I know it's a reality show, but I, I was just like, oh, can we just get this over with now? Can yeah. I just say no now? <laughs> well, you'd be the you'd be the character that causes drama. Are there people that show. do that? We're like, there I can't have... wait to the wedding. We're like, I just, yeah. it's too much for me. Sometimes they break up before. That would be me. It happens. That'd be Jesse. Like, oh, I'm wow. so sorry. I wasted so... your time. Like, I'm, oh. I, I shouldn't have done this. I wasn't ready for a show like this. Like, I should have never put somebody's feelings on the line. Look, I even have the speech ready. They'd make you out to be the villain. Yeah, make if me the villain. If you did that, they'd be like, you'd be all, never be all over social media. Look at this guy. What was he what even thinking? What a jerk. I he, know. He's the villain. I can never be on this show. Uh, what about you? I looked up an application for it, but. Then when I watch it, I'm like, oh, the embarrassment. Because they, I think a lot, a lot of times with those reality dating shows, they give them a lot to drink. And it's by choice. Oh, they get to, you no. know, have you ever seen The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Oh, you know no. how it is. They've always got a glass of wine in their hand. And there's nothing, I mean, you know, I think they sometimes do that on purpose. So that they start to get liquid courage and they maybe say what's on their mind and... I wouldn't want to drink alcohol on television for everyone to see. Because <laughs> you, know you just mean? don't know, like, what would come out. Yeah, what if I, what if one night I did have more drinks than I should have, and then they're filming it, and it's on Netflix for You do turn into a different person. Yeah, you become a very confident, eat. sassy person. <laughs> I know. You've got Remember when we went through the drive-thru? Drive-thru, Anna? <sighs> I, I want a burger. Time. I want a... Oh. Hit on the guy. Uh, yeah, um, I get a little sassy. It's a big old pass so. for me. Reality TV, not a, not a thing because they they do have to paint you as a certain kind of character, and they'll they'll they will make it work no matter. So I could be a bad guy even though I'm a good guy. Yeah, not gonna and work for me. A lot of people come out and say that sometimes, but is there a prize or know. anything other than like love? Uh, love, the okay. the greatest gift of all, obviously. All right. <laughs> Okay. Pass. Good luck getting married. <laughs> no free. You don't want to get on Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Enjoy your happiness, yeah. weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I know in the past there was a little confusion about these fast lane passes at Kings Island. Oh yeah. And Kings Island uh, opening day is uh, this Saturday the fifteenth, and the fast lane passes are basically a ticket, an extra pass you could buy on top of your park admission. That allows you to cut the regular line to yeah. get way further up. Yeah. And in the past, they had something that was known as like the fast lane and then the fast lane plus. And they've consolidated both of them because I guess it got kind of confusing. Confusing. Some of them weren't, uh, you couldn't use them all on all the rides. Oh, So people okay. are like, wait, which one's like, which? What's the point? Okay. Now there's one. If you have something called a fast lane pass at Kings Island, it's all you need. But here's the thing. Here's the price. On the busiest summer days, on the weekends, yeah. 125 bucks. On off-peak days, it's 80 bucks. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I were to go on, I don't know, a busy summer day, I I think I would absolutely pay 125 bucks. So, is the 125 bucks though, is that on top of the your like day pass into Kings Island? Like, are you paying, I don't know how much it costs. I don't want to speak out of line here. Okay. I'm like, are you paying but, 60 bucks to get into the park and $125 for the fast pass? 
Or is it just $125? It is, no, it's an additional fee. Park admission not included. Ooh, so that is where I would have it is, to... It's an upcharge. I would have to think about it, but I will say... You're in those long lines, and it's hot. That's what I'm saying. What if, what if, think back to when you were a child, and you lived over on the west side of town, and Ron and Becky decided to get all the troops up in a van and haul them over to Kings Island. We would do that a lot. And it's like you get one day there. You get one day. You made that trip over from Coleraine, and you're going to spend the whole day there. You need to maximize your time. So spend 80 bucks. Now, that's a lot of money, right? That's a lot of Marie children with fast lane passes. Yeah, that have to be, it is. You know, and you go to the fest house and you're buying La Rosa's pizza and all of a sudden yeah. it's just like, oh, there's $2,000. Sure. And that man, not that much. I'm, <laughs> I'm being a quite. little sarcastic. But sure. But it's a lot. But think of the memories you would have by being like, oh, we hopped in line for Orion and we only had like a 15 minute wait. Whereas everybody else, sometimes those lines can get up to like 45, 60 minutes. Longer than yeah. that. They can, yeah, On you're right. Days. If it's especially if it's, a if, it's a, yeah. if it's one of the newer roller coasters, yeah. I've waited in line in the past when I was young. I've waited in line for rides for like two hours when it was really a newer roller coaster. Like I'm trying, I haven't been there in a while, but yeah, like I remember when Diamondback came out, and that was a really big deal. Yes, and everybody wanted to ride it's a it. Big deal. So if you didn't go on a, if you went on a Saturday. You're waiting in line for a long time. By the way, they sell a season fast lane pass. Remember, this is on top of your park tickets. 800 bucks for the season. <laughs> 800 bucks. But if you're going all the time, if yeah. you have a Kings Island season pass, just in general, you might go like 15 times a year. Like, I man, know people convenience. who will go once a week. Yeah, if you live close enough. Yeah. I'm jealous of people that can get off work. And it's like six o'clock. Let's say the park's open until ten o'clock. Yeah. Nine o'clock. They just roll up there. They get there like seven o'clock after dinner, ride some rides in the dark. It's Have you cool. ever ridden any of the roller coasters in the dark up there? I've been to what is the Halloween Halloween haunt? I've been to Halloween haunt once or twice. So yeah. You rode in the dark. Yeah. yeah. It's a different experience. It's cool. It really I'm excited. I maybe we'll get a fast lane pass this year. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, if I go to Kings Island, I'm buying one. Yeah, I, th- I think Kings I Kings Island, too. I promise my money to you. The older I get, the more books. these kind of things matter. Convenience matters. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's worth it. Jesse, I saw this guy who broke a world record for knuckle cracking. Oh, yeah? And it made me think of you. And I'm, I'm like, Jesse has this thing. Um, I don't know. It's it. It's like a, uh, a habit, I guess we'll, we will call it. Fetish? I don't know. It's, it's not, not the right fetish. word. It's that's not the right a, word. That's not the right uh, word at all. Tendency. A tendency um, to crack all of his Joints, body parts. knuckles. Yeah, like his shoulder. I mean, it's like a whole production that he puts yeah. on when he needs to crack things. So anyways, this guy, he uh, got in the world record book for most continuous cracking of different joints. Really? Do we know what the numbers are? 46 different joints in a row. Oh, and man. He, and all 46 pops were condensed down to 12 seconds in this video that Guinness Guinness, uh, posted. So he didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Um, I oh man, I could possibly give that man a run for his money. It might be worth a shot. Let me just tell you right now that I hope my chiropractor is not listening. Dr. Iselt, I hope you're not listening. Because it's not good. Um, It's not great. You're not, you know, and I have gotten a lot more careful over the years. You know, you're not really supposed to spin your neck and, you know, I don't, I try not to do that as much, but... But you do it a okay, lot. Was it? In fact, Jesse will, like, put everything on pause, and he's like, hold on. And then he just... <laughs> <laughs> just cracks his back or whatever. I'm just saying it, it used to be worse. You don't even know. 
I used to push it too far. I think it's bad. Right it's now. not. It's yeah. Okay, I've just oh. I've never seen anyone who does it quite like you do. That's all. I what about my twin brother? He does. Okay, other than you and your twin identical twin brother. I know we are unique. This is why people call me unique. Unique, yeah. We we will go with that. Weird. I think quirky. Peculiar. <laughs> somebody called me. Peculiar. Anyway. Uh, well, good All for right. that guy breaking the record. I mean, if you think you can beat the record, it might be worth a shot. Uh, yeah, I'll see, now I'm, feeling, now I'm feeling self-conscious about it. Honestly, Why? I don't know if I, you, just because, you know, people come at me a lot for things I do and I normally don't care, but this one I actually think I'd feel guilty about. Be like, oh yeah, because I have been told by a medical professional, my chiropractor, not to do it. <gasps> and then here I am still doing it. And you're like, in fact, I'll just break a world record. <laughs> if I'm going to break the rules, I'm really going to break the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, but but did you see the uh, the medal I got? Okay. I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah. He maybe care. you Maybe you shouldn't. All right. I take it back. See, I do have a conscience. Every now and then. We know this. <laughs> well, okay. All right. I, I'd like to ride my bicycle oh. because there's good news. The bike trail at Voice of America Metro Park in Westchester is going to be extended to connect to the uh, trail system in Mason. Oh, which cool. is Is that part of the Little Miami Bike Trail? Uh, yes, I do believe so. Um, in the Little Miami State Park, my parents like to ride that trail. Do they? Uh, yeah, and I think there are a couple places that you can stop, or at least one um, where you can grab a beer. Loveland, so, I think, isn't? Yeah. Loveland's a big stop along the bike trail. Yeah, so my parents like to go out there and, and ride their bikes there. I'm a big bike rider, too. Do you... Have a bike? I owned a bike. Owned. Owned. Past well, tense? well, I yes, past tense. About ten years ago, at our uh, Hubbard Christmas party, oh, uh, I was one of the last people to get chosen to pick a present, a prize, and there were a bunch of prizes up there, and there was just a bike sitting there, and nobody took it, and I got it. And turns out it was a super nice like mountain bike wow. from Montgomery Cycle, like hundreds of dollars. Wow. And I got it, and I and it was great, but I. I just never really took it to the bike trail. I rode it around Silverton a couple of times. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I don't like I don't like cars passing in front of me. Yeah, so I just didn't really take full advantage of it. And I was just like a grown man riding around, just just cruising neighborhoods. Grown men ride bikes. I That's know, not- but like on on trails, I didn't take it to the trail. I, I screwed see, up. I see grown men riding bikes around neighborhoods. Okay. For sure. Well, do they also own vehicles, or is that their main form of transportation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ask yourself At least that. they're getting around, like... I mean, right. I liked it. Now so I feel you, like I go get another bike. What, you got rid of it? I sold it. It was oh. tough times. <laughs> COVID. You sold the prize that you won? Yeah, I made like 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a high-quality bike. That's kind of bad, almost. I like had it for 10 years. Um, wow. I just can't believe that. Yeah, you should totally... If you get a bike... I'm your bike riding. Buddy. I mean, what's your limit? How far you want to ride? I don't want to ride up well, to Dayton or anything. No, I'm not like a. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where's the beer place? Uh, yeah, I'm not really riding my bike to um, get in the miles. It's uh, more of a. This feels nice with the breeze. That's okay, true. I'm starting oh. to get a little sweaty. Let's oh, take a pause. Let's wrap it up. It. You know what I do yeah. realize when I did ride it the one time for a long distance. I was like, I need those shorts with the padding in the back. Ooh, I was yeah. like, ooh, this is really hurting the old get, behind. Yeah. When you first get on the bike after yeah. the winter, it's, it's definitely rough. Yeah, so. it's really. Okay. Mm. I mean. All right. Goals. Up next, Little Miami Bike Trail. Yeah, put it on my bucket list. Okay. Uh, I will need a bike first, though. Well. <laughs> I guess I can rent one somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. We'd like to wrap up our show 
with a little retrospective and talk about our feelings yeah. for the day. Yeah. This is nothing too serious. We, 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 this is a great way to end the show, though, to think back on our day, especially on the show, the, the emotions that we're feeling. My emotion for today is frustration. <laughs> and why is that, well, Jesse? I would like to say it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> okay, thank, <laughs> thank goodness. I yep. didn't see that coming. Yep. So why oh, I mean, I saw your eyes. Like, oh, what I do? <laughs> Not you. Yeah. Why are you This frustrated? goes back all the way to one in the morning when I woke up. <laughs> and I had been up for oh, another boy. hour. I'd been up for an hour already. And I've continued this streak of just... Going to sleep and then an hour later waking up yeah. and then not being able to fall asleep for approximately two hours. And I was really frustrated. I'm like, why does this keep happening to me? Is it because I'm 40? They said things would go downhill. Yeah. And I was able to get myself to sleep with a belly full of peanut butter toast. Peanut butter with toast. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, made some toast in the middle of the night. Toast at 1 a.m. again? I was a little hungry. A little hungry. <laughs> had some... <laughs> my, my late night snack of choice is peanut butter toast. That's I was frustrated, favorite. but then I was happy. What about you? <laughs> okay, my emotion today is embarrassment. Oh. And it's because of something that happened during our show. Earlier, we talked about taxes, and we <laughs> yeah. discussed tax write-offs, and every everyone gave me a, a, a hard time because I said that I don't mess with write-offs because if I'm doing charity, it... It feels like I'm doing a bad thing if I... You're not being generous enough. Write it off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then everyone called and pretty much put me in my place. And I rarely say, you are right. But I think I said, you are right to everyone that called. <laughs> yes, you did. She said it a lot. And, and she, I think she even like really slowly said, Jesse, you were right. <laughs> I, I think I did. I think... Um, I felt pretty embarrassed. I mean, my voice got soft, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, it's the softest I've heard Anna, at least since last August. (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel dumb. Yeah, I just, well, I I felt so strongly about my point, and then I was quickly just annihilated, and I'm like, all righty. So you're embarrassed, but do you feel grateful now? Oh, maybe tomorrow. Okay, we're not there yet. (laughs) Give it a week or so. Let let this cool off. I'm embarrassed. (sighs) All right. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.